Hello, welcome back to another episode. I apologize to everyone that we weren't able to get as many episodes last month pumped out as we wanted to uh, with life stuff and things outside of sport. Um, we kind of took a little bit of a hiatus, but we're back. Uh, we're planning on doing a lot of um, interviews with professional athletes over the next couple months during off season. So um, if there's someone that you want on this podcast, DM it to us and we'll get them. Uh, so welcome back to another episode. We're joined by Chelsea Burns coming in from San Francisco. Hello, everyone. How was your trip in St. George? Did you guys have a successful race? We did. It was a successful mission. I drove uh, 10 and a half hours there and back. And to highlight, I met Kyle for the first time along the way. That's right. First time we've ever met in real life. In wow. Las Vegas, of all places. In Las Vegas, nonetheless. Did you guys put any any money on the roulette wheel? Talbot won a lot of money. Not. No, we played blackjack. We played roulette last time we were in Vegas, and so this time we were playing um, blackjack. We met a Talbot. guy that won $180,000. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah, that Anyways. was that was. So you had like insane. a bunch of like different colored chips we'd never seen before and we're like what are those and he was like oh they're five thousand dollar chips and Talbot's like okay but how many do you have and he's like 180 grand and then he just starts like paranoid like looking around make sure we're not gonna like jump him then we robbed him and we robbed him so now our podcast is going to be up and running full <laughs> every <speed>. week <laughs> every week i also no. i also would like to make an announcement on here uh, coming at you every week so uh also joined by pat lemieux coming Pat, is this is this Talbot's internet that's bad or what? What are yeah, we doing? Yeah, it's Talbot's internet. Yeah. I think we kick him off. Whoa, we got an issue. Okay. All right, I, he's I, gone. Uh, he'll come back whenever he gets his internet sorted out. Pat Lemieux coming from Boulder, Colorado. Pat, any juicy gossip? I mean, look, we we rec- we were requesting and we've done outreach for athletes to come on. I've received some outreach. So I think, you know, in the quieter part of the year when there aren't races going on, I'm thrilled for some triathlon specific guests that are Boulder natives uh, to come on and, and really lend a hand to what's going on. Can you Sweet. be more specific about the outreach you've received or is it a surprise? No, I want to keep it a surprise. Okay. I want to keep it a surprise. Yeah, I want for the people that you know did the outreach. I'm right, also right. going to do some outreach, and you know I, what we really need for it to come through is um, I need to be. I'm in a townhome rental right now, and I'm in a little cubby in the basement. And this isn't very welcoming, so I'm really hoping that once I get once we find a new home, I'll be able to have a podcast, like kind of a PTN satellite location that we can that we can use. Nice, I like it. Uh, Talbot, are you with us? I'm with us. Sorry, guys. There's terrible internet here. Uh, my name's Talbot Cox. Uh, I am a photographer in triathlon, and I just like to make the announcement: Don't ever fly American Airlines. It's the worst airline company in in the world, arguably. That's all I have to say. Well, we ain't gonna get be getting any uh, sponsorships from American, so we'll be all right. Let's dive in. What was your bad experience flying to PCB? Why, look, why do you look, hate American now, we, Talbot? We're, we're going to have to keep Talbot as quiet as possible because I can tell his Wi-Fi is shaky as can be. So 
we're gonna we're gonna have to save this story for another another time when he's on more reliable Wi-Fi. Oh, I'm so. good. I'm all right. I I got decent Wi-Fi. I'm on cellular now. No, poor Aaron. Her flight got uh, canceled to come over to watch Lionel race. So I was just laughing because oh, everyone snap. everyone, it's always American. They're just the worst airline. I always give Kyle a hard time. But let's dive into it. We got lots of racing to cover. Uh, should we recap seventy point three California? At uh, Oceanside? Let's do it. Yeah. 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 Ben Canoe um, came away with a victory. Kind of silenced a lot of haters that had said that he is no longer the best U.S. triathlete. Um, also, Paula Finley making her return to uh, form, winning the race by over two minutes over Ella Pallant Brown and Jeannie Seymour in third place. Officially now known as Paula the Bala. Is that, is that her new name? Paula the yes. Bala. Yeah, I mean, and, and clearly, I mean, you know, based on the splits, I mean, she won the thing on the bike, right? She she absolutely uh, dominated. So great, great race for Paula. I, I, I do know that the re- main reason Paula was not completely healed um, from her injury. And the main reason why she went to Oceanside was to chase points to try to move herself up a little bit more in the PTR rankings. And I know they were pretty upset. Uh, Paula had a phenomenal race, beat some pretty good people like Emma Pallant and Jeannie Seymour, who both just had very impressive races at uh, uh, World Championship. But unfortunately, the AIT or EIT, whatever, Mark's not here to defend it as much, but she only got 95 points for it. I thought it was probably worth a a higher, um, near 100-point race, but they weren't... uh, Yep, unfortunately it wasn't. It's a bummer. She did move up a little bit in the rankings. She is in the top 10 now, so... I don't think she uh, moved up at all. She didn't move one place. She didn't move up. No. No. Lame. 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 Oh, well. Uh, Next, we had 70.3 Portugal. It was, um, I think Aaron Royal was Pat's pick to win on that race, and he ended up getting second place to Magnus Ditleff. So Magnus seems to be finding his form on the run. Um, he did struggle last year at Daytona. We saw that he dominated the bike and then just absolutely faltered on the run. And this season he's really put in all the extra effort to uh, get his run legs to where they need to be. Uh, Johnny Brownlee came away with fifth place at that race, so... Um, I believe that is his 70.3 debut debut. So, um, is this super hard course, right? Hilly? Hilly course. Hmm. I was just telling so, you, I knew something about a 70.3. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad Chelsea knows, uh, more about, we're going to get to Chelsea's, uh, all her great stuff this week. Did you do your research? Chelsea has a hot, juicy gossip. What is it? Have we? Um, hey, well, let's wait till we get there. Have we ripped all through right. all the results? I mean, we, you had a big pile of results we had to get to. Herbalife try men's race. Uh, Vincent Louis won over Ben Canute. Surprise! Not, not much. Not much more to say uh, about that. There was um, kind of a new name, Jamie Riddle. He um, raced a little bit over in Europe. And he was actually first out of the water, beat Vincent. Wait, and he did ben the Canute. race? I know him. Yeah. He's this so he was kid first from out of the water. Stellenbosch. He's a good he swimmer, first... though. Trains with yeah, Flora. He's... 
Ah, uh, that makes sense then. And the women's race, Emma Pallant Brown won over Amy Sloan and Heather Jackson. Um, that's pretty much all the races that we missed from taking the week off. California got canceled, so Talbot, you want to tell us about what happened in California? Just a normal uh, European summer afternoon? Yeah, there was a, uh, first off, the race should have been canceled earlier. I chatted with the Ironman staff, and they said that uh, the problem with canceling the race early doesn't change anything. And this is what it changes, is, is very, uh, a couple times they've canceled a race early, and then they got flack because the, on race day, the weather was completely fine. So I said, why didn't you cancel it early? And they said, everyone's already flown here. Everyone's already here, so we might as well um, go all the way to the as close as we can to the race to see, I won't say who this is, but to see what the weather's going to be like on race day. And and, and I, I will actually agree with them to a certain extent because it's like everyone's already flown there. It's not like that you're going to cancel the race a week out from the race or if you canceled it the day before, been like, hey, guys, it's not going to happen. Like, like what? what's the difference if someone goes and racks their bike and not? Uh, they said that um, way more times uh, than normal, every time they'd cancel a race, that the weather would be like completely fine on race day if it comes all the way down to that point. So it was very unfortunate. It was definitely the right call. The It was a pretty insane race morning. Um, athletes were bummed, but, I mean, there's not much more you can do. I can... I can back that up because uh, hundreds of miles over here in San Francisco, the storm was that big, and it was literally the most insane storm I have seen in my, well, maybe not my life, but it was huge. Yeah. I mean, there was video. There was videos of semi-trucks that were parked getting tipped over. I mean, and we saw trees down on the course. I mean, it, it certainly was the right decision. It's obviously just a, just a bummer, um, and it looked like the venue, I mean, it looked like the venue for... Uh, the race was awesome, Talbot. I mean, it seemed like oh, that was all really positive. Oh, and and the, the week leading in, it looks like this is going to be a race for the future. Oh, definitely so. Definitely so. That was one thing that cracked me. It just made me laugh so hard. Is so many people on Twitter were like, oh, they canceled the race because an average day in Europe. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. first off, I just want to say, who the hell would want to live somewhere where there's a cyclone bomb every single day with 50 mile an hour wind gusts, sideways rain, and 40 degrees? If you want to live in that place, <laughs> more power to you. I would never want to live somewhere where that's an average summer summer day. But uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was it was a bummer, but oh well. Now now we're here in Florida. We don't need to dwell on that. Okay, so we. I mean, Kyle, keep running through the show because we, I mean, you got a quick turn on this edit because we got to get some people here before we have to wake up at 6 a.m. tomorrow to watch this ITU race. No worries. We're here. Race is happening this weekend. Ironman Florida uh, is happening on Saturday with two men, two women's spots, a $100,000 prize purse. Uh, they did add the men's field from the California race that was canceled. Uh, thunderstorms are likely, but that's a typical day in Florida. They always say it's going to rain and then it never rains. So, um, but this is, this course is notorious for having the swim being canceled. So hopefully we're able to get a full race, uh, from the men's side, from the men's side. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a fun day. Kind of like what, uh, what Kyle said that, uh, it's going to, it's going to be a quick race. Uh, they're, they're, the swim, it is canceled to pass. Actually, last uh, one of the times it got canceled was 2014, which was Lionel's first ever Ironman, and he actually won it. It was a duathlon. 
So uh, also he had he'd mentioned earlier that he proposed to uh, Aaron the day before the race, which is a pretty funny little side note. Uh, men's race will be pretty interesting. Uh, of course, Cam Worth was a no-show at the uh, pro race briefing today. I think this makes it four Ironmans this year and four missed pro race briefings. All the other athletes uh, book their accommodations accordingly to make sure that they're uh, listening to the rules. <laughs> Cam... Uh, he has, and UFC, they say Dana White privilege. We'll just say Andrew Messick privilege in this one. Uh, but Cam will race. I mean, he's on his way here. He, he gets here tomorrow. So, uh, but other than that, you got Gustav Eden's debut. Going to happen. Lionel Sanders, Arnold, however you say his name. Uh, and also Big Mets. Gyu. Gyu. Gyu Lux, whatever. So, it'll be a very, very individual time, t- time trialist-esque race. Um, but I think that the more interesting race, uh, is going to be the women's race. I mean, I'm super stoked to see the Heather Jackson sky munch, uh, rivalry again. That will be awesome. Imogen Simmons is throwing her back, uh, her name back in there. Jocelyn McCauley, uh, unfortunately to uh, last week, two weeks ago was doing a gravel race. Uh, this tells you how big of a trooper she is like a hundred mile gravel race, 15 miles in falls fractures her thumb bone the bone right below the thumb actually the same i had the same uh fracture when i crashed my bike gets up except i ubered home and went to the hospital the girl gets up rides an additional 84 miles on a broken thumb on gravel heck no so she's gonna go ahead and race uh just because she wants to go ahead and try to punch her kona ticket uh yeah, I mean, there's just there's a stacked field, of a bunch of really impressive uh, females. I think that the female race will arguably be more entertaining than the males. A lot of uh, battling back and forth. Uh, the, the men's race, it just looks like it's probably just going to be a bunch of solo guys, Lionel and Gustav uh, off the front and Cam off the front. So, yeah, it'll be a fun day. Ready to see it go. But the more entertaining race this weekend is WTS Abu Dhabi. Wow. Are you turning into the cookie monster? <laughs> yes. Jeez. <laughs> we were we all just, just you a, know, off doing I, tasks I, and letting Talbot finish his. I just took a three minute nap. I mean, Me he, he just Guys. he just went off. I mean, that was that was. Well, the, I had to talk a was, whole lot because I'm gonna have to pause on here. I got to go record Lionel on his bike because he's only doing a thirty minute bike. So you guys take it away with WTS. I'll be back. Okay. There we go. There we go. Um, you. Uh, Chelsea, can you just get us in? What what can we expect tomorrow morning in in Abu Dhabi? Yeah, so um, uh, I guess something one of the people over there told me that blew my mind is the last time Abu Dhabi was supposed to happen and was ultimately canceled was March of 2021, or sorry, 2020. It was basically maybe a week or two before COVID really became a thing. And they reminded me that that was actually last year. So that actually blew my mind to think that that was a year ago, or a year and a half, but it feels like six years ago. So finally, March 2020, fast forward to here, we're doing Abu Dhabi again. Um, The weather is definitely a bit different than it is when they usually have it in March. It's very, very hot and humid. I think you've probably seen everyone saying that if you've been on social media at all, so that should should certainly be a factor. Um, 
I've raced this course twice. It's notoriously very technical. In 2018, they got rain and it was like the crash world championship. So hopefully it will be dry because um, it is, yeah, it's very turny. Um, but we've got a pretty stacked field in both the men's and the women's. I'd say the women's is a little more stacked. Um, yeah, do you want to talk about people that are going to be there? I think Kyle wrote some notes, but I obviously have some thoughts. Uh, did someone crash during race recon? Uh, oh, on that's not a big deal. That happens all the time. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> but I'm all sure right. multiple people maybe fell. I'd say someone Who? crashes during course previews on most, most races. Who crashed? Uh, she's associated with you. Oh. Oh. New bike. Really? Yeah. Oh, boy. I think she'll be all right. She's tough. There we go. Anyways, um, on to things that matter a bit more. Um, so we have Beth Potter, who's riding a two-win, two-race weeks in a row of winning. Um, don't know if she's going to be a threat overall, but riding a two-race win streak, um, obviously we have to mention her. Also, Lucy Charles looking to best her WTS leads performance. Um, it just depends on the race, how it plays out with it being a sprint. It'll be a lot of top end speed. Will Lucy be able to have that top end speed? We don't know. Um, also Flora Duffy, will she pick up where she left off in 2021? Yeah. Um, you, so you mentioned those few and I guess we love to talk about Lucy Charles. She's talented, but I really don't think she's going to feature on this course. It's a really technical course and, we saw her really struggle with the technicality in Malibu, and I don't know if um, she's had a big enough of a bike skills camp to be able to rebound for this. I do think people that you will see kind of on the podium are those guys who are good in the Olympics, like Flora, Jess, Georgia Taylor-Brown, I think Taylor Nib, Spivey, Lindemann, kind of those classic top five or ten World Series finishers are the people who we can expect to be up there in Abu Dhabi. Um It'll be interesting, too. I think the swim I've heard is about 31 degrees Celsius, which is extremely hot. And it's hard to do a fast swim in water that, that that is that hot. Yes, it's a sprint distance, but not sure whether that'll impact Lucy Charles's ability to totally slam the swim and um, break up the group. So I'm looking forward to waking up at 5 a.m. tomorrow to watch it. Hopefully you guys are. Yeah. No, I mean, we're gonna be, I'm going to be waking up. I mean, obviously in the big thing, too, right, Chelsea, is speak to you know, what kind of damage can be done in a 750 versus a 1500. Like it's just, it's, it, there is uh you know, it's, you're only in the water for 10 minutes. I mean, there's just not a lot that can be done. So we'll see if there's, if it sounds like there's a full field and it's, you've really got to be cranking to, to cause a split in the water. In those short races, I mean, transitions are all the more important when you have got a 10 minute swim. So I think that that's, that's the kind of situation that just makes me more confident that those um, world triathlon experienced people kind of just like our our Olympic podium are the kind of people that will do well in a race like this. Yeah. Tough tough to imagine, though, that Lucy doesn't come out of the water first, though, still, right? I would, yeah, I would think it'd be her and Jess up there. Be interesting yep. to see, yeah, the difference between that and Leeds when we got our only taste of seeing her and it was very different. Cold, wetsuit, 1500 had a huge gap, but this is literally an opposite swim. No wetsuit, very hot water, half the distance. Um, yeah, it'd be fun to watch. 
You could say everyone's going to be in hot water, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 that was a good one. And then guys there, um, do you want to talk about this? Sure, we could see the return of Tyler Mislachuk. Um, Obviously, he was struggling with uh, injury going into Tokyo, so see if he's recovered from that. Uh, Vincent Louis coming off of racing some uh, races over here in America. Uh, also, Morgan Pearson, can he be dominant over the sprint distance um, and make his return after a uh, somewhat disappointing um, individual race in Tokyo? And then there's two new new Norwegians coming alongside Casper Storms with Gustav and Christian both focusing on Ironman racing. So it will be exciting, to say the least. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. And then we, we have, have we have a drought for champs. these races for a long time after this. It'll be sad. Yeah, so the a big break until March, correct? Yeah, March. Yeah. Gotta hibernate. Yes, also Junior World Championships is happening this weekend. This is rescheduled from an event they were supposed to have in October in Bermuda. Uh so a big relief that they were able to make this happen because it is a really big event. I mean I don't know how much you guys focus on the Junior World Champs, but this is a kind of race that people like Mario Mola and the Brownleys and those kind of athletes would have won when they were 18, 19 years old. So it's kind of a really fun opportunity for those younger guys that will be the generation in five or 10 years. Um, But it's in the Algarve in Portugal. They've got a sea swim. Not much more to say, but I don't know too much. I do have one of my... Uh, collegiate athletes is over there racing for Canada, so I will be following it for that reason. Nice. Is it going to be televised on World Triathlon as well? Um, it is, I believe, but it's at one forty, either twelve forty-five or one forty-five a.m. Sunday. So may not be up your cup of tea. Um, next we had a we threw out the idea of reading some Instagram DMs. Shoot us a DM and we'll read it on air. So uh, a couple we had from the last week. Uh, number one, does Chelsea? What does Chelsea do nowadays? What is next for her? And is she fully retired from racing? Uh, this is a this is I don't know if this is podcast content. I just hang out in San Francisco, help collegiate triathletes, and I run a lot. I'm not racing in the near future, or maybe to ever. Who knows? I might do a cross country meet though. Anyways, next question. Next question. Um, people want to know what Cam Work is doing. A lot of people are doing. asking. This might be a Talbot Cox question. Go for it. People want to know what Cam Work is doing. Since his coach is leaving Enios cycling team, Tim Carrison. Carrison, uh, I I asked Cam, uh, Cam that myself. He said, "Hey Peanut, nothing's changing in my life. I'm still going to race professional bikes at the professional level, and I'm going to continue to come and destroy your little boy, Lionel Sanders." That was Cam's response to me. So there you go. That's great. Uh, the new Ask Questions app. Pat, how do you feel about the Questions app? I don't know. Is it still live? I, I mean, I don't have any opinions about it that I can that I'm going to state right now. I'm going to continue observing people using it. Can we DM you and ask you questions for free? My DMs are wide open. All right. Yeah, my DMs are wide open. 
Same. That's uh, all. Next, Wadi Eek rebrand. Does anyone know anything about this? Pat, you probably have uh, close sources to that. Talbot probably as well. I think we should have uh, Sean Watkins on yeah. the, pod, the pod at some point. Let's, ha- speak let's about have this. him on next week. We will do a race let's recap see. with Sean Watkins next week. Also known as Wadi. Wadi Inc., boy. Or, sorry, Wadi. <laughs> I don't know if Dalvin had like a store to half a line of cocaine before he came on or what. <laughs> Dude, he's on he was another. down at the beach and the Jamaicans were coming around. Hey man, you want some of this? Dude, he's on another level. Um, you know, I don't I don't know. Chelsea, I felt like we were a little left out on what we thought was gonna happen at Ironman Florida. Can we revisit that? Or are you good or what do you think? Me? I mean, I don't know. It didn't sound like Talbot was all that confident about Lionel winning. Or he would have said more, right? Yeah, what's up with that, Talbot? Oh, he's, he's gone. gone. He's gone again. Oh, jeez, Louise. All right. I mean, you know, I think I think both the men and the women's races are going to be fantastic. So, Kyle, we're we're going to be able to uh, watch them stream the entire time. Is that correct? Correct. Iron Man live stream on Facebook, okay. as always. There we go. There we go. Ready Should to see we, it. Should um, we recap Mark's gravel race? I wish we could, but we uh, don't have we don't have. Mark on. Oh well, let's just say the results. I don't think he won. No, I don't think he won. Do you have results? Do you have a link for the results? I didn't. Colin win. Chartier. Yeah, Colin won the men's race, and Molly Supple won the women's race. No kidding. Yeah. Well, next time, guys, we can all go do it. Yeah, I'd be down to do that. I don't own a gravel bike, and I've never rode a gravel bike in my life, but I'm sure it's no real big difference from normal bike riding right yeah i think they're just rocks and dirt you're just riding over rocks you could dm for dano and he'd probably have some ideas for you since it is his race i think cat got second in the female race so i think he was probably happy with that uh you can tell we're kind of out of practice on this what? We're kind of out of practice. We yeah, we are a chat. little bit out of practice. It's not so smooth. We'll get back. We'll get back after it. So. All right, All right Kyle, rip us through hot takes. Hot takes. Uh, Taylor Nibs, new Trek deal. <laughs> Pat, this is a little close to home she, for you. She got a new butt. I mean, she's on a new bike. I think that's. I think that's super cool. The hottest take. Can you tell us about the deal? I just noticed that she's on a new bike. That's all that I'm seeing. What bike was she on? A Trek. What, what wheels did she was was she riding? Uh, probably Bontrager. What stem was she riding? Probably Bontrager. This is all very interesting, Kyle. <laughs> Bot's playing this one close very, to the you're chest. You're very you're very observant. Yeah, he's no, 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 playing this cool. one close to the chest. It's very cool. What group set did she have on her bike? Uh, well, Trek moved to SRAM, I believe, recently. So. It's Friend. very interesting. Very, it's all very interesting. <laughs> uh, um, we also have a big field. The Clash Daytona field seems to keep expanding. So, um, the big question is going to be, how many of these people are actually still going to do this race? Um, I guess it just depends on how big the price purse is going to get. Yeah, I mean, obviously the price purse still seems pretty good. Um, 
you know, I, I stand by what I said and what I've always kind of said around this event was they should have kept it. You know, I wish that this event seems really cool and uh, I don't know, it just seems like a marquee event. So I, I know that there's been some some issues and some friction around, you know, the host and the whoever they have managing it. And and uh, ultimately, I think this venue is, is really cool for triathlon. So I hope that the event this year does very well again. Chelsea, yeah. thoughts? I uh, can't wait. I mean, because they should be able to, they, this is an event, this is a, a venue rather that they should be able to use for ITU races, right? Yeah, in theory. Yeah. It's just th even the bike course, the circles. Well, I think they could mix that up. I mean, there's, they do, you know, they've done some, they've done some other um, things there, I think, but the stadium style, I think is something that, that is cool. And then that could do well. And isn't it cool for... to think back to challenge Daytona last year, they had this massive triathlon event before anyone had a vaccine. Maybe Talbot had one by then, but it was like in the middle of COVID and that thing happened. We didn't get our vaccines till January. Okay, well, before Talbot, the first American to get a vaccine, had a vaccine, Challenge Daytona went forward. Amazing stuff. And it was like all this massive hype because it was our only triathlon all year. And so it was like hyped up so much. And now it's like, oh, it's another race. Who won? I can't even remember. Who won the race? Paula. Paula the Bala. Paula the Bala won right. the female race. Gustav? And then Gustav won the, won, won the men's race. Yep. Huh. Well, another um, race that happened this past weekend that we didn't talk about was the St. George America's Championships. I was a little confused about that because they did the U23 race and the pro race all in one, correct? Yeah, they always do that. They just score the U23 separately. So it was technically a Conti Cup, but it was they designate certain Conti Cups to being a regional champs, which give them higher points. So it was one of those. And then along with that event, or along with that race at the event, they also had a junior race, an NCAA race, an EDR race. It was quite the triathlon spectacle. Cool venue, just a little bit hard to get to. Yeah. Someone that took a big hiatus that ended up getting, uh, I think he was on the podium at this race, Brent Demarest. Yeah. He, like, he took like six or seven years off of racing while he was in college. And yeah, he went he's, like, to... coming back to triathlon. He went to UVA and ran and is since... Uh, rejoined Ian O'Brien's group and has in, been in Boulder training with them, but he was third in, in St. George. That's going to be a name to watch for sure. Fast I runner. think he, he was one of the fastest, yeah, he was like one of the fastest Team USA uh, athletes for a long time. So, anyway. Are we um, thinking, guys, I mean, what are the chances we do another Friday, um, Sunday podcast again? Oh, no, I'm flying Sunday. Ooh. Where are you flying? Flying to Wisconsin. We going to see family. Um, Gwen and I are doing a speaking engagement. Speaking Together. Engagement. What does that mean? Together. Yeah. Do you what have the mean? dynamic worked out? Gwen and I are going on stage, Kyle, and and sharing our stories to an audience. Who is the audience? Will this be on Triathlon Live? It won't be on Triathlon Live. No, unfortunately, we got to try and get it on Triathlon Live. I'm still working on that. Um, Maybe Lionel Sanders' we... YouTube Live? 
I could maybe get it on that. I could maybe okay. pull some strings and say, look, 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 look. Okay, what else do what else do we have to follow up with today? <laughs> I think that's, that's it. it. Iron Man Cosmel. There's an oh. early start list for Iron Man Cosmel, and so Sebastian Keenley is on the list. Cam Worf is on the list. Christian Blumenfeld's on the list. So that's obviously going to stack up to be a pretty exciting race as well. I think it's good if we keep this short, you know, make it accessible since they only have until 5 a.m. Pacific time tomorrow to get the Abu yep. Dhabi preview. Yep. Yeah, we're finishing right. this 12 hours before the race. So uh, <laughs> sorry to everyone, and we will be better next week. We hope. <laughs> be sure to like and subscribe. Uh, DM us, follow us on Instagram because that's the only reason why we do this podcast is more Instagram followers. So hit us up, Pro Try News. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you.